the fem fem feed the fem feed the fem feed the fem fem feed the fem feed oh hi i get your life Allison Avena here, and I am here with the fabulous, <laughs> the beautiful mama, Sandra Hampton. Can you say hi to my listeners? Hi, how are you? <laughs> good. You can call good. me Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Okay, yes. I'm going to call you Sandy. Yes, now okay. I feel like we down. All right. You know, Sandy. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yes. No formalities, no, just no, Sandy. Exactly. <laughs> So we're going to jump right in. Who are you and what do you do? Well, who am I? You just introduced me, right? So I'm Sandra Hampton. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I won't say my middle name because I don't like it. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can be yeah. whoever we want to be when we okay, get older. Yeah, like, so mm-hmm. Sandra Hampton. And what I do, currently what I do, I am um, an associate dean of liberal arts and sciences oh, nice. at a nursing college. And I also teach at that same school, um, anatomy and physiology. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I'm getting to know you yeah. a little further. I have my PhD in physiology. So nice. yeah. okay, come yeah. on now. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so, yeah, snaps in a circle. Like, how do you? How did you start teaching that? And so that's how. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, we gotta dig deep in there. Um, we'll we'll get to the next question later because I want to um, kind of tap on that. What made you go for your PhD? What propelled you? Well, to? you know what? I just, so I went to, uh, through undergrad and mm-hmm. I said, you know, I just felt like I wanted to just go get more because, mm. and I wanted to do it while I was still young and no right. responsibilities. So mm-hmm. my, my young and naive self oh. went from a P, went from an undergraduate straight to a PhD program. So I don't have my what? masters. I went to my PhD program when I was right oh out of college my God. and got it by the time I was like 30. Wow. And I didn't even know you can do that. Yeah, you well you couldn't at first. Mm. And then they it was some new thing that came out and they said that you you could wow. just go right into the program. That's awesome. So I just did it cuz I was just thinking Oh, it's just another school, just a little harder. Little right. did I know, but yeah, <laughs> right. Like, oh but, my god, yeah, I got God knows what God knows what he's doing. Because if I had to do it now or older, I probably wouldn't have yeah. had it. So you'd be like, it's because it was like hard. Right. And time consuming. I'm sure you <laughs> yes, had like I, had, I lost all my twenties. Yeah. Oh my god, totally lost. Oh them. no, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I had fun, but it was like it wasn't the kind of fun that other friends were having. Oh no. Oh. No, I guess there's a sacrifice at the end of the day. Oh, that's that's exciting and sad (laughs) (laughs) at the same time. So this is a question that I ask all guests. Mm -hmm. Um, How did we meet and what was our original thought of each other? We're both going to answer the question. Okay, I'm going first. Yeah. (laughs) So we met because I stalked you. (laughs) 
know. I, it started with Layla's mom. Like, I was seeing yes, pictures, yes. and I'm saying, God, Tyler, I would love this. I wonder where she dances. Because it started with me wanting her to branch out from her comfort zone from where mm-hmm. she was at the, well, still is, but was at that dance studio. Mm-hmm. So I was always looking for other things, and mm-hmm. I would always see Layla's uh, mom's post. Right. And I'm like, I wonder where she danced. So I reached out to her, and then mm-hmm. she, you know, she in turn gave me your information. Yeah. And then I emailed you, this very long email, I remember. <laughs> Like giving all of like this information about her, almost like begging you, like so. Please, can you give her a chance? (laughs) And so that's how we initially met. Uh huh. So then, when I like physically met you, Mm -hmm. what was my? So I was like. It was. I was pleasantly surprised because mm-hmm. I was so like af- not afraid to meet you, but mm-hmm. just th- had a thought of you know you know being like kind of rigid. Right. And, and so right. you're totally opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am. So, so I was excited. Day. You know, like you made me smile. I was like, oh, she's really nice. You know, which made me comfortable then in, in allowing her to you know right. even participate if she yeah. made it into the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that and was be that. left with us too. Yeah. Like, exactly. These new people. I just yeah. know Layla and her. Um, right but. and and I don't really mind but I you know sometimes when you first meet people that first impression is the lasting one yes so, absolutely um, yeah. I was very comfortable and oh, very pleasantly surprised yes <laughs> I'm excited yeah. so um, for me just to to backtrack um Sandy's daughter, Tyler, beautiful Tyler, amazing mm-hmm. Tyler, is her daughter, and she is a part of my dance company. So um, that's what she was referring to. So when I first met you, it was the email initially, and then we had a, a phone call. I actually called right away. I was yeah, just, you did. You did. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm on my job, yeah, okay? You did. I was like, you did. all right. Because at the time, we were transitioning into other choreographers coming in, and if um, she was going to be participating. I didn't want mm-hmm. her to miss out on that experience. Right. So I, I wanted like, to be on top of you know, it to see. And like, I okay. remember you saying the timing was perfect because you had mm-hmm. just lost some girls. Yes, yeah. yes. So I was like, okay, let me let me see what she's about. Mm-hmm. And um, I did some research. I looked on your Facebook, social media, oh, or whatever. Yeah, I was like, okay, let me see who this lady is. Okay, because oh, we can we just can't let any riffraff into the right. group. So I'm just like, oh, she's good. She's good. Yeah. And then our phone conversation. Mm -hmm. you were like so um well spoken and Mm -hmm. very nurturing like you really cared and you got it you weren't one of those dance moms you were like I want my daughter to experience the best that she can experience it's not about being loyal here or this and that it's really about what she can get I'm like this is what I'm about, you know, because I'm not a selfish um, mentor or teacher. Mm -hmm. It's all about what I can give them and who can take them to the next level. So I was like, this could be a great marriage if she's actually a phenomenal dancer. Right. You know, so we just... <laughs> like, oh, God, please. I know, oh I was like, God. I hope she does yeah. well. I like the mommy. <laughs> like, Lord, please. Please. I know, but I said, I, I already knew the level, somewhat of the level. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not going to... You know, everyone thinks their kid is good, right? Right, yeah. So right. I wasn't going mm-hmm. to, like, even put her in there if I didn't think she could be somewhat, right. you know, good, and good yes. or whatever, so... And the level yes mm-hmm. but um so when I finally met you when you brought Tyler to the audition and then I met you it was like through the doorway and right. I was like oh she's beautiful oh. and I was like she's so sweet <laughs> and I was like when, when I saw whenever you see a child's 
or whenever you see a child, it's a representation of their parents, mm-hmm. you know? And you always hear that growing up, too, and you're just like, oh, whatever. Like, oh, right. you know, you represented us. You got to come out looking right or right. all this stuff. And you're exactly. just like, leave me alone. Let me be. Nobody's thinking about you. But it really is true. So when I met her, I'm like, this amazing young lady comes from a stock and foundation <laughs> of, mm-hmm. like, power and goodness Mm because that's all tyler is you know (laughs) so i was like yeah she she fits in and i was just watching i was like okay she's got flexibility okay she's got this a little technique issues but it's okay uh we can work with that Uh and the passion was there that's number one for me so it just was great but meeting you it was it just felt right it just felt right and you know yes (laughs) i feel like i auditioned i was like oh my god i hope she calls did she like you? What happened? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just danced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And only because, and again, like I said, even said at the thing when we had, you had the little meeting yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah, That mm-hmm. it was, it's it's, be, it's more than the dance for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, it's just more than a dance right. <laughs> for it's, me. It's just to help these, the growth and right. all of that, just to help her get out of a shell, mm-hmm. to know that it's okay to try for something and fail right. and you can still keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, just so many different things. Mm-hmm. So and she she fit right in. So she's yeah. we're in our current second season and she's still with us. Yeah, going strong and <laughs> slaying the game. She's even better than last year. So I think so, and I'm not just yeah. saying that, but I notice. You I see think, it, yeah, right? Yeah, I see it. I really do. It's it's a confidence thing, and she's also aware of her abilities now. Mm-hmm. So she's going for it. Mm-hmm. Even like mm-hmm. I was having a discussion with one of. Um, the guest choreographers and mm-hmm. she was like I'm feeling Tyler I was like I told you when she came in for that first we had our first rehearsal mm-hmm. I was like she's a monster she's ready mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know like it, it was she was ready because she used to, before she came to you she did she didn't know her abilities and she was so you you know you see your child you see right. what, you, what you see in them mm-hmm. but they got to know it and so she was so intimidated yes. if she saw somebody that was, she, she thought was better than her, mm-hmm. that would totally take her off her game. Yes. Oh. And she'd be holding herself back. And I'm like, yeah. girl, what, what is that? Yeah, yeah. So. And then she's like, I know. I'm like, no, girl, you don't know. Let's go. Like, right, right. So now so she's, has a she's comfortable in her skin. Even with the social aspect, like mm-hmm. when we had our sleepover, just sidebar everybody. Mm-hmm. Um she was just so much more open mm-hmm. and we, we have new people and she right. was open with the new people which mm-hmm. is not her you know like she'll be like okay I'm yeah. just observing right, you know? right, <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> when she was talking she bonded with one of the girls um, Taylor yes yes she did talk. and they they have she's they new have, right yeah she's new yeah. Mm-hmm. and they have this this really cool bond we're talking about Spongebob yes. and you know random little quirky things they're both quirky together yes. so like <laughs> I'm like okay y'all found y'all y'all little connection she, she, she told me about that cause she said mm-hmm. um that and this is this is how like her heart is Aww. like because she was new mm-hmm. and she missed whatever social you all had before right she, yes. she felt though she <laughs> wanted to try to get you know get her mm-hmm. comfortable with the group and yes. so she kind of sought to talk oh, really? to her yeah I love Tyler that's, <laughs> that's what she told me I love her yeah because yeah, she was so talkative and I'm just like <laughs> Okay, girl. Yeah, like, yes. She has, she's growing. I love it. She's I love growing. it. I love her. I just love her. Mm-hmm. But okay, so we're gonna move right on. Um, what was it like being in an HBCU? 
Loved it. Tell us about that experience. That was one of my dreams. I wanted to uh, go to one. I and just, it's it so underrated. Like, the thing is, so I went to Hackensack High School, which back in the 80s. <laughs> 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 I was in high school in the 80s. Back in the 80s. <laughs> It was, uh, the high school was more, like, predominantly white. Oh, really? Different dynamics that. now, right? Oh, different, wow. Yeah, different mm-hmm. now, but it was predominantly white because we had um, two different towns, like Rochelle Park and Maywood, students mm-hmm. getting bused there. Oh, wow. they didn't have high schools. And so it was predominantly white and had a small, small Hispanic population. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the black folks. So... <laughs> Um, you know, my both my parents went to school. My father went to the school I went to. So he, I went to Virginia Union undergrad. Okay. And my father went. But, you know, our parents, unlike us, they they um, they just told us get to college. You know, mm. they didn't really have a hand in how we did it. They might have financed it or signed a loan or something. Right. But they didn't really know the steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to, to get us there. So mm-hmm. we had to be real resourceful. So I wow. made up in my mind. I tried. I applied to other schools other than HBCUs but mm-hmm. for some reason that just that was the one I was like I think I need to go there oh, wow. and it's and it's an experience like no other mm. Um, mm. especially since you know people it gets a bad rap because people think that you're not um, equivalent or you're not as competitive as mm-hmm. a non uh, the other college that's not HBCU right um which is so untrue. I think we're actually more competitive because there's certain things because things aren't handed to us as yes. easily. Mm-hmm. We have to really fight for certain things right. and really learn how to do things and how to be more resourceful. So I think it grows an inner strength there. And then besides the fact that you're surrounded by us or people mm-hmm. that are, that, that look, look like, like you, you yep. right, that want to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. And so it just boosts all kinds of confidence. Like they'll and because typically the HBCUs are red, relatively smaller environments. Mm-hmm. At least the one I went to. Um, it was a lot more one-on-one contact. So if you wow. weren't in class, like, the teacher's checking you. Or I had I one Spanish that. teacher who, it was me and another young lady. Mm-hmm. Like, if she got a higher grade than me, he's like, you gonna let that happen? Oh, like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it was more, more you know, you're, not, you're more than a number. Mm. You know, so. I love that. More oh than a God. number. And so to go back um to like homecomings and things like that it's mm. like a family you become a family uh-huh. um when i was sick and i know that's one of your questions but when <laughs> i was sick um you wouldn't believe the outpour like every day was oh, like christmas wow. every day i came home i got something in the mail via edible arrangement a car something and it was all from people that i went to school with that i didn't even right. realize they were even paying that much attention to oh, me oh my god so it's like when one person is something's wrong we like they stand up mm-hmm. and, and really and so it was just it was just I a great experience that. i always you know i tell kids um, if you can get to one, go to one. If yes. you can get, first of all, try to leave, you know, out of state that you're from because it's so mm-hmm. much more to experience than what's Absolutely. in your immediate environment. Yes, get out. Um, <laughs> but if you can't, if you, and if you can, try to go to HBCU because it is, you know, at any school you go to, you get out what you put in. Right. So, you know, it may, on paper, may look nice if you go to Harvard or mm-hmm. Yale and things like that, but it's a different experience yeah. when you go. <laughs> I mean, you I've always been envious. That's something I wanted to do and it just... Mm-hmm. It didn't work out in my cards, but, you know, for the listeners that don't know what HBCU means, mm-hmm. it's just historically bl- black college and universities. And universities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I've always wanted to go basically or mainly because of Drumline, because when I was young, I came <laughs> on and I was like, yeah. And also I loved um, 
school days too when I was real yes. real young yes. so I was like oh my god I gotta go yeah. and experience that it's just magical I remember going to homecoming at Howard mm-hmm. years ago it was like a black college tour and I was just in awe yeah it's, it's very I went to <laughs> I went to Virginia Union undergrad mm-hmm. and then I went to Howard for my graduate school oh mm-hmm. wow so yeah it is it is something it's, oh. it's just like Unless you experience it, you mm-hmm. just don't, you can't even imagine. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I, I bought someone came with us to homecoming, mm-hmm. my friend's brother. And he was just amazed. He, mm-hmm. You know, we, we had the tailgating and, right. and you can literally just walk up to anybody's set, set up and just grab some food. Oh, and wow. He's, he's, do you know these people? No, but that's, it's, it's just, it's just community. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. No I one cares, that. no fighting, no, right. none of that. And that's another oh. thing, a place where you can go for the most part, like a bunch of black folk can be together and there's mm-hmm. not a fight or yeah. there's not an argument. Like everyone's on the same page and mm-hmm. trying to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Right. You know, you may not get along with everyone. Everyone, but mm-hmm. it's not like you know everyone's not acting like barbarians or right. anything like that you know <laughs> so it is great I, um, I, I don't regret a bit of it oh wow mm-hmm. is Tyler great. gonna go to one well I hope so you yeah. know this is funny so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling her about cause she's ve- what I love about her mm-hmm. and I was the same way too like she doesn't have just all black friends like she doesn't just migrate yeah. to one type mm-hmm. of national she just she kind of gets along with everybody right, right. which I love mm-hmm. so I was telling her about HBCU and she didn't really understand she knew I went to a school but she didn't understand what HBCU meant right. so I said yeah it's historically bad college <laughs> university <laughs> and this she's a little younger so she's, she looked around she's like wait you want me to go to a black college? <laughs> oh, die. But she was like maybe like 12 or something like that. And I was like, Tyler. But it was this, she's like, no, I don't mean it like that. But she, you know, she was trying to explain it. But it was so hysterically funny at the time. So cute. So she's visited, like she's, she did a summer thing at Hampton one year. Oh, nice. Um, and so she's familiar. I haven't taken That's her to good. mine yet. Mm-hmm. But um, so she's familiar. So I'm hoping that, um. It'll stick. You know, it becomes basically where we can get in, she can get into, and mm-hmm. what we can afford to do because right. know, colleges now. And, and I've been on the prayer not... line for like years. Oh. Like, Lord, you have to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the time too, um, just in in our in our culture and our society, mm-hmm. where in some ways it's not even beneficial for people to go right now because there's so much craziness happening you know it's kind of like maybe prepare yourself for what's about to come yeah you know what i mean yeah it's scary it is is. like you just you know to send them away or away from you and you just hope what you have to do is just hope you know you teach them values and things yes and you just hope it sticks right uh, but they mm-hmm. do have to get away, I believe, yeah. so they can learn how to make mistakes right. and learn how to fix their mistakes true. without you, you know, there all yeah, the time. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just, it's it's a lot. Scary. It's scary for me. <laughs> I'm not scary. ready. Like, I'm going to have a meltdown. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready either. She's, she's my new baby, yeah. but I can't. I don't even want to deal with it. Layla's, I, I can't even get there, but she's about to go. Yeah, she's a senior. Yeah, she's, she's a, a senior. senior this year. I know. I can't take it. Next topic. So, okay. <laughs> um, what was your pledging experience like, and how has being an AKA changed your life? Okay, so 
I'll say this first. When I went to school, I didn't, like, I don't come from a legacy, meaning not like my mother or anyone mm-hmm. and, like that was AK. And so when I went to school, I didn't really know much about sororities uh-huh. other than, um, uh, what's the movie again? Um, um, school Days. School Days, yes, yes. <laughs> G5G. So, yeah, right. <laughs> G5G. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's all I knew. So I didn't go to school with like, oh, I want to be this, or I want to be that. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I attended the, all the rushes, you know, it was an interest meeting yeah. just to see, you know, what it was Which about. And, and and so at the time, um, you know, the AKAs on the yard were just, they were just more active. They, mm-hmm. they were doing things in the community. They were having things on campus. And so I felt like right. I needed to be a part of that because they right. were doing things. Yes. Like I like to help and do things. So. Mm-hmm. That's what. So the pledging experience was interesting because we now they consider a lot of things hazing. But mm. when we when I pledged, so I gra- I pledged spring ninety, mm-hmm. and when I pledged, we 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 came from that era of having to dress alike, walk around in a line, mm. and always being together. Right. They consider a lot of those things now hazing, mm. and so a lot of that is kind of cut out. But right. we were full-blown doing it so (laughs) it was interesting it's it's you know i guess it all depends why you join a sorority so for me it wasn't like i I didn't need an identity Mm. i just joined it as you know i love my sorority but i joined it as something to to serve the community like in this group of people you know i felt that i meshed well with their personalities Mm -hmm. and things like that yeah because you know that's service to mankind that's pretty much all the sororities that's pretty much what they do but Mm -hmm. you have to see where you fit right um but so depending on why you join becomes different you know Mm -hmm. those that join because they were never popular or something like that Mm -hmm. becomes they need an identity so they need to stick the letters on just so they know i'm this and right so it wasn't that for me um you know you wear your letters but actually i don't really wear a lot of paraphernalia i'll wear some but it's usually like a pin yeah. or like a hat one thing at a time That's i have true. some I that are like head to toe it'd be a little outrageous yeah, i'm so like girl i just was never like that even from younger i was very subtle with my paraphernalia mm-hmm. and, but you still knew you know right. and it was okay yeah. <laughs> um but it, it it the thing too it, it grew a uh, the sisterhood side of it was great i have a sister but you know, you become like one with online. We had 26 people wow. and you become like one. And that's what they teach. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, if we the, if number one was picking something for breakfast, then we right. all had to pick have the same thing. Wow. So that meant we had to consult with each other, like mm-hmm. what we want to eat, because we everyone has to be in agreement. So it was oh, it, it, it nurtured that sisterhood that, you know, if your sister's in trouble, you need to, they need right. help. Um, and so that type of thing uh, was mm-hmm. a good. I mean, there was some of the crazy stuff <laughs> that, you know, I wanted to kind of kill some people sometimes. Right. But it really was humbling because sometimes, you know, like when they would tell you to do stuff, mm-hmm. you can't talk back. And, then, you know, sometimes right. life lessons, You'll your boss will say things to you. Mm-hmm. You can't talk back like you want. You right. know, you have to suck it up mm-hmm. and say, OK. And then walk away. And yeah. so that's lessons we don't realize that then. But, right. you know, in hindsight, you know, you know, while it seemed cruel and unusual <laughs> during mm-hmm. pledging process, there are some lessons, oh. some lessons in it. So it, mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, again, other than nice. some of the stuff we had to do and go through. <laughs> I can do without that. Yeah, girl. <laughs> right. It was. But I'm glad I did. I'm glad I had the undergrad experience of right. it. Right. Um, rather than the like the grad part of it because mm-hmm. you can do grad chapter as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and how has it changed your life 
has a how has it changed or my life? Or if it has, I don't. I don't think it. The only thing it has is just created more of a networking. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't changed me. I don't think in okay. a sense. Um, but I think it just it just creates more of a networking, a way like a um, way for you to meet new and different right. people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bond. So if you have somebody in an environment that you seek out that's an AK like where it could be at a job or something like oh mm. AK well you might be able to hook me up with something or I could do right. the same you know so it becomes more like that so I don't think it really changed me in any way yeah, yeah. I just think it enhanced me a little bit Ooh, nice. yeah nice. Like that. come on now yeah <laughs> right. right so can you tell us about how you met your husband he's my homie by the way yeah that's my homie so I met my husband in high school oh. can you believe that he went to Hackensack High. He did not. He went to Inglewood. He went to Dwight <laughs> oh, okay. Morrow. Okay. Went to Dwight Morrow. I met him through my best friend Mia, who was dating his cousin, mm. and she always dragged me along because <laughs> she always used me as an excuse so she can a lot of times to get out the house. Right, she's always doing right. stuff that she shouldn't do. So. <laughs> I'm going to Sandy's house. Okay, so mm. it was like, oh, I'm really going to the movies. Just come with me. I told my mother we were going to the movies. She would say, I would tell my mother we were going to the movies, mm-hmm. but she was meeting the boyfriend, and she's like, oh, he's bringing his cousin. So that's oh. how I met him. Didn't really like him. Because oh. I felt like he was, like, arrogant or something. Mm. I don't know. I wasn't liking him. Mm. And then, I don't know, eventually, I don't know how we ended up he says he didn't say this, but he did say this corny line. So when are you going to the movies again? And that's how we ended up exchanging numbers. Oh. And, you know, who knew it was going to stick? Because yeah. I met him. He's a year younger. Oh, okay. So I thought he was my age. So I met him my senior year, like mm-hmm. going into my senior year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> we always, <laughs> it's like we went to separate schools. Uh-huh. And it's just like when we came home, we always just connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, it just... I don't know. That was that's it. There's no it's no big boom bash story. Right. It was like high it's school. Like, it's high <laughs> school. high school. We just always connected. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, it. Wow. It's stuck. Aww. Like I didn't meet him. Say, like, oh, this is gonna be my husband. None of that. Like really? none of that. It was just. He was just there. He was consistently he was like there. Yeah. No, I don't want to say <laughs> he leech. Just hung, <laughs> he just hung on. That like, sounds all right. terrible. Leech. But <laughs> he was just consistently there all the time. Love him to death. Like, you know, Aww. he's he's the constant. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that just, that's a lesson. Just be persistent. And yeah. things will happen. Yeah. You know? And then through all the separation, like, he went to school in Miami. I went to school wow. in Virginia. Like, so it was never we were really there or there. Right. Um... And so, yeah, and then he, I don't know, we just, oh, bam, right? That's so sweet. <laughs> I love it. That was that. Oh, okay. So, you're married, obviously. Yeah. What is the biggest lessons or lesson you've learned um, in being in your marriage? Patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Communication's a big one. Yeah. Um, particularly, leaving with a child, being on the same page. Mm. Um, you know, because, and particularly for us, because we were, you know, we met when we were younger, we both have grown. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you grow, you grow different, you grow apart, you have different, you know, and so yep. just, you know, recognizing each other's growth and, yeah. you know, trying to fit in with that. Right. Um, if it's not too off the mark, you know what I mean? But yeah. it um, pretty much those are the things. Communication, mm-hmm. a really big one. Mm. Patience. 
Um, but, it, you know, the base of everything is love. You have to have, a, like, a sense yeah. of love for the person. You mm-hmm. have to love the person because yeah. of all the drama that happens. Mm-hmm. If you don't truly love that person, like, yeah. you know, material things come and go. You can have this, the house, that. But if you don't right. truly love that person, all that happens in a marriage will just fall all the way apart. Yeah. You have to have that. has to be the base. Always. Right. Always. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for those golden nuggets. How has motherhood cha- changed your life? <sighs> That's different. Well, you no longer uh, you you can no longer be selfish. Mm. If you're truly a mother, as you should be, you should no mm. longer be selfish. It's no longer about you. Wow. So it becomes every decision, everything you do has to be focused on. Like I have a child now. Right. Can't be reckless. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have to be intentional in your actions. Yes. Um. And it's oh, it's a constant, it, it's it's constant work. Mm. You know, if you want this 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 child to develop into a productive person in life, right. it's constant work, constant teachings, yeah. constantly. She's the only child. It's even harder because mm. I think because she doesn't have any siblings to kind of mimic or not mimic or mm-hmm. so. Often, when something goes wrong in the family with my nieces or whatever, I, I always use them or. A situation as right, an example. example, yeah, because that's all I have to, to draw from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she'll, she'll say if I'll just pop up with things, and I like shock and awe, I don't like her to be ready for the question, mm-hmm. so I'll just pop up and say, Have you kissed a boy? <laughs> we could be talking about some craziness, whatever. We could be like, Oh, it's so Love nice it. outside. I'm like, You kissed a boy. <laughs> And so usually initial reaction is mm-hmm. the truth, you know. Uh-huh, so yeah, yeah. then I can tell. That's so I like. She's like, oh my god, why do you do that? Uh-huh. But I like doing that because I I want the truth. I don't right. want to be. And I think we um because I try to be as open as I can and have you know a dialogue with her right. that she's comfortable. I think enough. Mm. I often tell her. Um, you know, I may get mad at you, but it doesn't mean I don't love you. Right. Because people would be mad at you, but still can love you. Yeah. They could not like what you did or what exactly. you said. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that's the end of the relationship. Right. And I always tell her that, you know, as much as you may think I may not, I would get mad at you, mm-hmm. you always need to tell me if something's wrong or you're in trouble because mm-hmm. I can't do nothing to help if I don't know. That's right. You know, because otherwise, the more you, you'll just dig yourself further in if you're mm-hmm. trying something, in some cases, trying to figure it out yourself. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely was a good thing. Like I, yeah. you know, I got pregnant on my honeymoon, so it wasn't like oh, it was... you get to live in oh marital bliss. God, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's another thing God knew. I think because I, I don't even have a second one, so I think He knew because we I always talked. We talked ourselves out of a second one. Like oh, it's not time. Yeah, we yeah. need more money. The blah blah blah. And so it just and then by the time she's like ten, eleven, who's having a kid? Right. Then, you know? Yeah. It's like so. Okay. She was like, um, it was just wonderful. Like I was just so happy to to have her. You know, to have. I was just. It was amazing to me. Like I couldn't even believe right. <laughs> that like, I had a baby. I just like, came out. You know, so Aww. it was. It, it's good. It, it's a, It's definitely life changing, and it should be. You know, depending on your circumstance, mm-hmm. it, it usually is should be for the better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so 
How important is your relationship with your mother? Your mother is fabulous, yeah. by the way. Thank you. That's probably where you get it from. <laughs> I'm like, oh, was, who is yeah, this woman? <laughs> yes, my mom. It's very important. Like she, you mm-hmm. know, she was close to her mom, and mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, I'm close to her. She, it's, it's a different close. Like I, th- I think our, me and Tyler's relationship is different from hers, but that's mm-hmm. because we're, you know. That generation was totally closed. Like they didn't talk about nothing. Mm-hmm. Really, they yeah, everything was taboo. You don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but yeah. um, so but it's very important. Like um, you know, we do a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. Um, she she tries to think she's my age. Like she gets a little she gets a little feel in her own feelings when Aww. well, Sandy, you didn't tell me. I'm like ma, because nobody in their seventies is gonna be there. Right. <laughs> You can't come everywhere with right. me, but, you know. Oh, like, I wanted to get down too. Right. She's very active. Like we should, we go to the same trainer, everything. Oh, wow. Like she, she's very active, seventy seven year old. Oh yeah. But um, it's extremely important, and that's what too. I, I tell Tyler, whoever you you know, whoever you marry, like mm-hmm. make sure he's good to his mother because mm. if they're not good to their mothers on both sides, you know, right. the guy if the if the woman is not good to her mother then that's every indication of how they're going to treat you. Exactly, yeah. So um, it's always important. I can't stand to see people not treat their mother with respect. Or, right. You know, it just doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, it's important. And, I, you know, I thank God that my mother's still in my life because a lot of my friends, I'm probably out of my close circle of friends, it's mm-hmm. probably just me. It is just me and one other that still has their mom wow. around. And so I can't even, and I just lost my aunt. Her yeah. sister, who mm-hmm. was very close, they were very close a couple of years ago now. Mm-hmm. So I can't even fathom, like not even having her around, Aww. you know. And it, it is, and as much as she can work my nerves, you know, <laughs> as mothers can do, right. I just can't imagine not picking up the phone, like, "What you doing, ma?" Like, you Aww. know, just like every, I talk to her, like every day. Really? Yeah, That's every day. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, love that. <laughs> I aspire to be like that. Yeah, sometimes just like ma. Okay. Yeah, I mean they get though. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, trust me. She she can work a nerve. She can pluck that. You know, pluck that last one. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, it's your mother. You get over it. Yeah, I you know, because that's the one thing they will always be. I don't care how old you think you are. Mm-hmm. They still will tell you. Well, you you know you need to, or you know you yeah. should. And I'm like, mm-hmm. my no. It's like I'm grown. Well, I'm like no. I'm 47. Right. <laughs> grown. But they still it never it never ends. And I, I, I would probably guess i'll probably be the same <laughs> yeah it's true i i, I you become I your mother like it's true you become your mother it's true i have this i normally put it up here when mm-hmm. people come but it's um it's this little plaque and it says mirror mirror on the wall i am my mother after all <laughs> i don't know when i realized but i woke up and i was like i'm this woman yeah you're, you're your mother I'm her. The things you say, the things you do, mm-hmm. the things you expect. Like, you just become that. Yeah. And she's always been, she's, like, the rock. Like, very mm. supportive with everything. Like, even graduate school, I was a sniveling mess. Like, just crying all the time. Because oh. it was just so hard. Oh. And my professor would drive me crazy. And I call her, just, like, she calms me. Oh. Sandy, it'll work out. It'll be all right. I'll pray for you. You know, that whole thing. So, nice. always a constant. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just very supportive yeah. in that way. Yeah. I love that. So, let's get to the harder question. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you find out you had the big C? Mm-hmm. And how did you overcome it? 
So it was, this is 2017. This was Mm -hmm. October of 2014. Mm. Yeah, so it's been about three years now, almost three years. Um, I found it in the mirror. I was, you know, I always think this was divine intervention. So little backstory. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't smoke. Right. Um, drink occasionally, you know, <coughs> very Socially. active, right, um, exercising all the time, mm-hmm. eating right, trying to eat right. And so I didn't feel I wasn't hurting, nothing. It right. just was, was in the mirror. This might be a little TMI, and I don't even know why I even did this, but I was in the mirror. And for some reason, I took my bra off mm-hmm. um, before I took my shirt off, which I never do. So you know how you unhook it and yeah, pull it and then through. you pull it through. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I had a T-shirt. I don't know why I did that. So I did that, and I happened to be, like, in front of a mirror. And then I pulled my shirt over my head, which made my arms fully extended uh-huh. upward. And I'm looking in the mirror, and I saw... I saw what looked like a lump. Oh, wow. I touched it hard as a rock. <gasps> I was like, what the heck? And now... This is the TML. TM <laughs> <laughs> so I always liked the left side because it was always like a little fuller than the right. right. And I'm you know, like, we well, always have one good yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be like, God, what's the other side? I was like this, not knowing I have a freaking oh, lump wow. in my breast. Oh, <laughs> you know? wow. But it, it was just the craziest thing because as big as it was mm-hmm. and as hard as it was, I don't know how I didn't notice it before really? it was just and shame on me i had never gotten a mammogram mm. and it wasn't even for no rhyme or reason i have insurance <laughs> i went to the doctors she would give me prescriptions to go and right. i would i would i couldn't get an appointment i would it would expire so i'm yeah. like oh, i'll do it next time i'll do it next time i heard they're painful too well <laughs> if you're smaller breasted they tend to be because uh, i was before i got you know no uh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so when I found out it was it was devastating to wow. say the least it was in the evening so the only thing that didn't take me to the doctor mm-hmm. was the reason it was everything was closed like I don't know how people can wow. feel something like that and ignore it because yeah. people do next day I called the, my OBGYN not well the gynecologist and I was like I feel a lump I'm coming in it wasn't even a question of can I come right. what, what you got open I was like I'm coming this time you know I'm coming oh sure alright they took me and from the time like so it was she sent me to to get a um, a biopsy of it so I had to get a mammogram biopsy on the same day mm-hmm. and probably a week after that they told me it was it it, it was the big C oh. devastating I mean when I say you talk about floor drop from underneath you oh my god your life is you instantly think I'm gonna die yeah initially mm-hmm. I was a mess oh. of course I went to my mother <laughs> mama <laughs> like I couldn't believe it I was stage three. Oh my god and I was a mess. So I had to um, go. I had a, um, they did a chemo treatment. So I had mm-hmm. eight chemo, eight rounds of chemo. Okay. Um, then I had a double mastectomy. So I took both of them off. Although it was in the left side, right. I took the right. Just to be sure. And I had radiation. So all of that. Mm-hmm. And so through all of that, though, I still worked. Like I, So the way I did my mm-hmm. chemo, the chemo was, was rough. You know, I lost my hair and... <sighs> Um, I would go like every other week. So I went on a Wednesday to chemo mm-hmm. and would be off that, of course, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then go back to week that following Monday. Wow. So the way chemo was, you felt like death warmed over um, oh. two days after. You just felt so like sick and just, you know, you're just 
like limp, like no energy at yeah. all. But then it would wear out off, and then you'd be all right. Maybe like from the to the next week. So mm-hmm. from one week, you feel back to your kind of normal self, if you will. Right. Um, and so, but through it all, I decided to. I wasn't going to go on a pity party because, again, you you, you have children. So, right. you know, I remember telling Tyler and saying to her that this is not going to be an excuse for you to do bad in school or Aww. to be any other way that you are. Nothing is going to stop. Right. You know, I was I approached it as, you know, this is just something I have to go through and mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. So I tried right. to be positive all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried not to ever let her see me cry because I did. You know, some days I just it was just too much. Yeah. Emotionally. Um, yeah. Wow. And um but I tried to keep normal as much normal as normalcy as possible Mm -hmm. um what I ended up doing (laughs) and and I think at first it was more therapeutic for me so I became like I started when I went bald Mm -hmm. that was traumatic oh my god (laughs) that was black girl's hair oh my god (laughs) the the thing was it's the like I knew it was about to happen because I could feel the texture of it changing so I'm thinking okay let's go to the hairdresser and just cut it off so when it falls out it won't be so dramatic right but when she washed it it was like it just clumped up and literally like wiped off like if you just wipe something oh off like the God. bed or something like just wiped off my head half of it so she just had to shave it in that moment so then I, yeah so once I I had everybody in the in the <laughs> And the beauty parlor crying because I was sitting there trying to be bold. I was so embarrassed because people were sitting there. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. And I couldn't hold it anymore. And so everyone was like, no, that's okay. And they all cried. Everybody got up and hugged me. And then they were like, but you look great. You look great with a ball So I started just like posting. So this is my little hashtag. I'm not my hair. And I started posting like just pictures of myself on Facebook Mm -hmm. um, with my bald head. And I and I told my class I wasn't wearing I called them the chemo caps I wasn't wearing those right you know I wasn't doing that like I just I wasn't wearing wigs I just didn't want to do any of that and so Mm -hmm. I became the craziest thing I became like inspiration for others wow like I felt myself like 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 this one girl told me that she has um lupus and she it had issues with her hair she used mm-hmm. to wear wigs because she her hair was like patchy or whatever oh. and I gave her the courage to just wear her head bald really? or people telling me that you know just different situations in their life mm-hmm. and it just started with me just posting because I felt like I needed just to put that out yeah. there and it just became transformed into something else wow yeah so it, that's what really got me through like just having faith mm-hmm. um you know i always tell people god you know i always thought that i can control i didn't think i could control much of my life but i felt like i could control my health you know, right you eat right you exercise you can control that right but sometimes god taps you on the shoulder and like you know what you I, you don't control that either right. and they sometimes hit you where it hurts <laughs> you know hit you where it hurts not to make things worse or bad for you but Mm -hmm. sometimes to make you a better person because now Mm. I while I didn't want to go through it I appreciate it yeah I feel like I'm a different person because of it wow I was so wound so tight everything was just so like ugh yeah and now it's just like it doesn't matter and I have the attitude well it'll it'll work out because everything it does but you have to be you have to believe right you have to believe you do and that's what I tell people like you they're like, oh, you made it look good, but it was the hardest thing ever, other than school. Right. <laughs> the hardest thing <laughs> physically to go through. Right. But the devil's a lie, and he will he will come at you. Um, but it's how you handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, your faith and and just believing. And and I mean, 
God worked miracles because wow. it, you know, everything that they said could go wrong with me, none of it did. Like, really? you know, they're like, oh, they have something called a port that they typically give people that have to have a lot of treatments. It's like uh-huh. something they could put the medicine directly into. Right, right, yeah. My doctor's like, oh, you don't need to have that because your veins are good. We can just go through your veins each time. Oh, wow. Um, they told me, <laughs> this is funny. So one of the side effects of the... Um, the radiation mm-hmm. sometimes will call like cause you to have because I had lymph nodes removed under my arm in my oh. armpit. So sometimes it, the lymphatic system is what takes fluid, mm-hmm. and so sometimes it'll make the arm big because of the collection the, of fluid uh-huh. in the arm. So I was sitting in the corner of my bed, and you know how you Google stuff and you right. look, yeah. and you're like, oh, God. So now I'm looking at these pictures of these people, Terrible. and I'm <laughs> on the edge of the bed like, Lord, you know I'm vain. I'm talking out loud. Just like, you know I'm slightly vain. I was like, God, I know you got me through everything. I love you, Lord, but please don't give me the big arm. Oh, But you know, God knows you. God knows yeah. what you can handle, what you can't. Right. And that right there, you I can handle, handle the big arm. Like I just like because these people's arms are like twice their size. I'm being real. What? Like I swear, I was like, God, please. It, it, does it go away or it, it, you would have to wear compression sleeves? Oh, so shoot. once it would just swell up and. I was like, oh my God, look at that. I mean, literally, you could, it looks big. Oh my and God. And then like, you got God, this small frame. Yeah, and like this big, big Yeah, this one big arm. Oh, I'm like, oh no. God, please no. And then I know it sounds very, you know, vain, but I was just, that's, that's like, how I can't felt. Take it, I'm going right. to come out my mouth and just say it. Right. That's um, your line. That and was, you drew it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, that I can't do. And he do. No. He do. He do. He's like, all right, all right. I know she's not going to be able to handle the big arm. She can't handle the chemo. <laughs> she can handle all other stuff but not the big arm right I laugh now but it was it was was serious then yes oh my god but it was definitely life changing and and again I am so grateful for the experience I know that sounds a little weird but Mm -hmm. I just I am a different person because of it and it just you know and really shows you how strong you can be yes I wouldn't wish it on anyone I wouldn't want anyone to have it but I I if anyone does have it, know mm-hmm. that it can be beat. But it's yes. all about the attitude you have. Come on now. It's all about that attitude. You can't be in a like in a pity party. You right. can't because you're just gonna feed that negative energy and you can't. Yeah. You just can't do yes. it. Period the end. That's so true. Even with yeah. any illness or situation yes. like if you keep feeding those thoughts they mm-hmm. manifest. Yeah. And they try to sneak in there. Things will happen that'll throw you off. You know, maybe mm-hmm. um you know, you may get sick, like with the, with the chemo. If you got sick, or mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't you couldn't have a treatment. So oh. like things like that, like things like that. But not, that didn't happen. Like I said, so many things that could have happened didn't. Mm-hmm. But you know, and and a lot of times too, God will do things to you just to grow your faith. Yeah. You know, it will, for whatever it is, cancer, whatever it is in your life, He'll mm-hmm. do things to set you off to so you can you know you don't have no other person to go to but to right. Him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so at the end of the day, that's it. Like with that, no one, I mean, doctors do what they do. But at the end of the day, he has the ultimate say. And then yeah. that's what it is. Yep. Oh, I love that. Was that was it. Oh, my God. I love that story. It's yeah. so empowering yeah. and like strong. But I, I know this Sandy after. Mm-hmm. And it just is power. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying before, like I. I see that there's a strength to you. There's some type of 
air of just strength and power. Yeah, and I, and, and I and I don't know if I. I mean, I don't know if I didn't have it. I felt you know it might have been even like you said with Tyler. It might have been in me. Yeah, but and it just it was just in me. Right, <laughs> it was just in me for you, and nobody else was yes. seeing it. I mean, I used to talk myself out of jobs. Oh, I can't do this because wow. I would read something like, oh, I don't, I can't, I don't qualify because I don't have these three right. things. But I have these other three things, but I don't have these three things. Really? And I mean, just little things like that. And now, right. I'm like... You just go for it. I just go for it. And I if they say that. no, they say no. If it happens, it happens. But you have to I be in that. it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So we, that's it's a difference. It's yeah. definitely a difference. Definitely Fear a difference. Is, is definitely... I was so debilitated. Yes. It's it so will keep crippling. you stuck, crippled. It's so, it'll keep you in a place. Oh, my gosh. I, I have so much fear, even for me, like... There's I had this back pain for like years and mm-hmm. I, I finally mustered up the enough strength to go and check it out and they mm-hmm. did an X ray and they're like yeah, everything was fine and that's all I needed to hear to not right. deal with it again but I mean it's still been and there and that's why people ignore lumps and things the fear mm-hmm. because guess what it's the fear you may not go because you're afraid but it's not gonna make it go away right fear took me to the doctor it's <laughs> like <laughs> me. something's I'm wrong coming. like yeah. I know this is not right mm-hmm. but but people get so caught up in the fear yes. of, of hearing the truth about it mm-hmm. but unless you hear what it is you can't deal with it exactly yeah and, so. and that for me that's what I needed to hear like once right. I found out that it didn't spread anywhere, mm-hmm. then it was just, for me, it was just a process. Right. That was my fear that, you know, because it was in the lymph nodes, that it, ha- it would travel, it had traveled somewhere else in right. the body. And when they told me that it didn't, um, surprisingly they were, that it didn't, yeah. um, I was good in my mind. Right. I, I was, that put me at ease. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, good. Then we just have to go through this. Almost, I approached it almost like, like naive like I was going into the PhD program wow it was just something I have to do yeah. not really knowing what could go wrong and the problems that can occur with it but right. in my mind it was like I just gotta go through it and then I'll be done right I love that, that was it. yeah I love that oh I'm taking notes because I'm kicking that fear especially for the new year yeah you and gotta I'm, let it go yeah you just gotta let it Get go cause it's not gonna do down. anything yeah cause you mm-hmm. just wanna cause the more you wait sometimes the things the worse it'll get yeah and if you would've approached it a year ago a month ago right. it would've been less of a problem than mm-hmm. it is you know so. right so I'm I'm gonna go definitely so you empowered me yeah <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen. And you just trust God; it'll work out. I know. <laughs> it will. It will. It, it will. definitely will. So, who and what are your style inspirations? Because you're so fabulous. Thank you. you. Every time I, I see you, you, got a new beautiful outfit on. It's probably not new, but yeah, to me, listen, you don't see it, right? right. I'm like, I'm like, oh, there she go again. Like <laughs> styling and profiling. You know, and I'm into that. I'm into style and fashion, especially when I was younger. I was, like, really into it. I didn't know how to put on an outfit. But these I, days, I'm just, I look like how I look teaching these kids. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying I, to get out of that. But. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my mo- in the beginning, I guess my mother, she would, you know, you should put this on that. And I'm like, no, that doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. But, and then, so I didn't really... I didn't really think when I was younger that I was, like, stylish. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew I liked certain things. And for right. the most part, my mother would put the outfits together. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would go shopping with her. And um. what is, how does this look? How does that look? You know, and that's kind of where I got it initially, I guess. It wasn't until I got to college. You know, when you get away from your parents, that's when you got to kind of put yeah, your parents yeah, what you yeah, learned. Yeah. <laughs> and you find your identity. Yeah. Like, okay. So, now, I guess nowadays, I just... 
I think I just have a like I could see things like I look at magazines and say oh this is what they're wearing now or this is the latest mm-hmm. thing and and I'll just you know I just have an eye for what I think just looks good together and it usually mm-hmm. works yeah I like to try I love clothes so I like to try on oh. clothes I'm that person in the store like I'll try on anything I love that yeah so so I don't like I don't have one person and per se like uh, anybody famous that I look mm-hmm. to for a style. I just kind of like look through magazines and mm-hmm. see what people are wearing and and you know I'm not even big on I'll shop anywhere from Target to to oh, Bloomingdale. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, some of my best compliments are Target outfits really? or shirt. Yeah, I'll wear like a Target shirt and then just pair it with something else and right. it just looks you know like so I'm not big on wow. it has to be in this name brand mm-hmm. that name brand. It's about how you put things together. Right, and and it can make look a you could make a $25 outfit look like, like fabulous mm-hmm. yeah it all depends how you put it together wow don't I don't pay a lot that. for nothing though no. <laughs> I love I'm telling you especially nowadays no. like Mm-mm. I'm doing this capsule wardrobe where I'm just sticking to like 34 I think 34 36 pieces mm-hmm. um and that's oh, it just, just in rotation it, yeah. Yeah, yeah just switch it up that's what it's all about right now for mm-hmm. me. And it'll help me just refine my style a bit. So I'm excited about that. Um, what are your best beauty care tips? Well, I I think I'm going to say diet and exercise because that's what mm. I do. Like I try to eat right because, you know, it's hard. Once, <laughs> once you approach that menopause, <laughs> things don't fall off. Like, like <laughs> the weight, you can't, it's not easy. So then it becomes mm-hmm. you really have to watch what you're putting in your body. Right. Um, and so you know that exercise um moisturizing (laughs) it's just really as you get older you know people i think people of color underestimate that side of it Mm. they think because we are darker we don't wrinkle as bad but we still have to take care of our skin and moisturize and do things like that for the healthy for the health of the skin Mm -hmm. um but that's that's pretty much i you know like i try to like I wash my face morning and the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I moisturize. That's that's it. I don't mm-hmm. have any groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't put any sugars together no, with some baking I don't, soda. I don't. <laughs> I don't have any brown groundbreaking. I like. I don't like. Like I may sleep with like Vaseline on my feet and socks oh, okay. for moisture for that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I hate dry feet. Yeah, me too. Um, that I, does, that works that. wonders. Put Vaseline. Really? Put a sock on and sleep with it, oh, and then wow. you wake up. It's like a baby's foot. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start doing that. I've yeah. heard of that. I think I've tried it a few times when I wasn't consistent. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's so, really good. But I'm no, gonna... I don't have any groundbreaking Aww. Yeah, beauty secrets. No, that's good. No, that was good enough. The the um, Vaseline in the South, mm-hmm. that's good enough. What advice would you give your daughter about life? Mm-hmm. What would you say to her? So I would say about life in general, mm-hmm. that life is difficult, but enjoy it. Be mm-hmm. kind to people. Because yeah. when you're kind to people, the kindness will come back. Yeah. Um, you know, don't do things to others you wouldn't want done to you. Mm. Um, do things from the heart yeah. without expecting a return. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Ooh, that was, I gave me chills. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because it always, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. It'll come back at you. I love you know that. when you sh- when you do things just out of the kindness of your heart mm-hmm. and and don't re- expect a return on anything because yeah. you know like if I want to do something for you I'm not gonna look late and say well I did this for you How right. can you, you know you need to do this for me 
you know, because then it's not genuine. Right. So, right. Yeah. What What would you say? This is a bonus one. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to like in terms of giving, you know, from the heart? And that's just how you are. Mm-hmm. But you notice like somebody or some people are taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. That's I feel like for me, that's when it gets toxic for me. Mm-hmm. And then I start having those feelings like, you know, start tallying what I've done and all this stuff, even though it was done mm-hmm. from a genuine place. But when a person just blatantly disrespectful like they're just not considering you at all in very small ways mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what would you if it's over like over time you're noticing mm-hmm, yeah. yeah well usually and this wasn't always me but the new me when someone <laughs> does something that I don't like mm-hmm. I'm letting them know mm-hmm. I didn't like that because what I used to do in the past see the thing I've learned is that when people when you do some when people do things to you yeah. they may not know it so yeah. in the meantime, you're been out of shape. Right. You didn't. You never told them, so they keep doing the same types of things. Right. That's making you angrier and angrier, and then all of a sudden you're like right here, yeah. and they're like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean?" So sometimes people do things that they, especially if it's if they're used to doing things certain way or used right. to say, oh, they may say, oh, Alice is not going to mind, but it drives right. you nuts. Yeah. But they don't know that because yeah. you never said anything. True. <laughs> so Very you really true. can't blame people for what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, if you tell, if you, someone does something and like, you know what, you say, you know, I didn't like that when right. you did that or I don't like that you didn't consider me for that the last time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say what you've done for them, but you can say, I don't like what that was right. for for me. Then they may like, okay, I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. But if then after you tell them you see the same behavior, right. then that means they totally just disregard it. But you don't, you never know unless you speak up. Yeah, um, you have to let That's people true. know because everyone's not like you are. Right. You may think you're, you know, sometimes we get like, oh, I did this. They mm-hmm. should be the same, but people just aren't the same, yeah. right? So we can't expect people to do what we would do. Right. You you kind of you you know, you have your friends and you have people in your life and you you know what things are for them. Mhm. So whatever they whatever is nice or whatever they do as being nice to you may be something different than another friend does. Right. So you kind of know people, you meet people where they are. Right, right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I would say Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I would say just, you know, you would have to tell them if things if they're repetitively doing things that you don't like. Right. Right. doing things you don't like then to let them know yeah and then, and it, then. And it takes it off of you and then mm-hmm. next time then it's like okay well I told you and now this is going to be the result of you doing the same thing right. <laughs> that's it I'm done leave you alone yeah I'm leave you alone. <laughs> yeah leave you alone. I like that yeah because usually I just observe mm-hmm. and I'll keep a mental note mm-hmm. but you know, of course, it'll keep happening because they're not aware. Right. So I used to be the same way. Get so worked up. Oh, I can't yeah. believe she did that again. Why doesn't she? Th- All in my head. Right. Right. And then like, hey, girl, how you doing? Like, not even yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know. They don't even know. But in the meantime, you like all kind of mad. Mm. And they over there just as happy. And you're like, look at them all. Right. Happy. <laughs> I know. How dare they? Yeah. Even better. So, and you get so, like, bitter. Yes. Like, ah. Yes. So, yeah. No, I like that. You I'm happy. Gonna to definitely speak up. Like I, I used to be that per- bottle, all bottled up, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, Bleh! like yeah. it vomits all the like comes out. Like you remember last person. year? What last year? <laughs> right. yeah. like, girl, I don't even 
even remember last yeah, week. <laughs> so that's what, yeah, you have to yeah. just, you know, and, and you could, you don't have to be mean about it, right. but you just need to get it out and then you'll feel better and mm-hmm. then that's all you could do. Right. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to take that advice. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to let you know how that went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're getting to our last questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked all my guests this. What would you tell your 14-year-old self? If you were talking to her yes. like right now, so just talk to, to her. relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is not so serious. Mm-hmm. Things will work out. Yeah. Give it some time. Be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, those things. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite color, Sandy? Green. green. I love green. And not because I'm an AK, I just love green. Oh, yes. yeah, I love uh-huh. green too. Yeah. Green's my favorite too. Yeah. <laughs> So that was something before mm-hmm. the pleasure. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like green. Have you become the woman you've always wanted to be? I always think I'm a, a still a work in progress. Mm, you know, I don't never. Nice. I don't think we've ever. I don't think we ever arrived. Mm-hmm. We're our own worst critics, right? Yeah. Um, but I like who I have become. Nice. I don't think I'm there yet because, mm-hmm. like I said, I still can use some growing, some things that I do that I need to work on. But right. I like who I am. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Cool. <laughs> liking who you are. Yes, girl. I like you too. <laughs> so, um, last question. What advice would you give other women? Hmm. To respect one another. Mm. We don't do that. Come on now. We don't respect a lot of the problems we have as what as black women. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna go from that experience. We don't yeah. respect one another. Yep. Mm-hmm. That that to me is a big one. Yeah, because that that covers so many bases. We're always mm-hmm. the ones on jobs, always the ones you know doing each other wrong on a yep. job, yep. and we always see, we're always the minority on a job or in an environment, and we're always the ones that are at each other. Yeah, and I don't where other nationalities or they'll they help they help one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we're like crabs in a barrel. Like yeah. if one's doing bad, we're gonna pull that one down too. So I would say respect mm-hmm. respect each other. Right. Um, that yeah, that that kind of just covers a lot for me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I totally agree. I yeah. mean, I, I definitely feel like it's been systematically set up that way. Mm-hmm. That we're we're in a in a, um, a situation where we feel like we have to put the other down so that we can survive shine. ourselves yeah. and shine. I, it's it's amazing. I like I know that you know I never really realized it until having a daughter like mm-hmm. you know Tyler we'll walk in the mall where she's oblivious to who's like looking at like just let us just unicorns and butterflies right. on my head. and I've seen young ladies like just grit on her like looking at her you don't even like, know her she's you don't so even sweet. know so <laughs> that that right there like we can't look at like I'll see another woman in a minute if it's something I like I'm like mm-hmm. you know you look really nice right. or I like that or, mm-hmm. like I don't have a problem complimenting people right but that's not always the case you know people yeah. we, we tend to look each other up and down or she must think she's better or right. she, you know like and I don't understand that mm-hmm. I don't understand it so if we just respect one another compliment one another right. lift each other up We'll be powerful people. Oh my yeah. gosh. We don't it's, even know. It's coming. It's getting a little know. better. But we don't even I feel know. like it's the consciousness. Like once we start knowing our power, because we have so much power. We do. We do. So we do. And we, we don't know it. Yeah. We don't know because we're too busy fighting each other um, that we can't tap into that inner mm-hmm. strength that we all yes. have. Yes. Yes. It's in there. Well, yeah. thank you. This was fun. I know. <laughs> it was. I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Um, thank you so much. I want to honor you as a woman, as a black woman, thank as a you. mother, as a wife, as a, an educated woman. Thank you for this experience. Thank, thank you. you for sharing part of your story with us. And I honor you. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. This is fun. Yay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You are all so awesome. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. I have to say that it is extremely important that we get reviews and comments. It really helps us to get our content more refined and I find out what you guys like and what you would like to hear, as well as on a monetary level when ads are able to see that people are listening and what they have to say. It really helps us if we wanna build our brand and take the podcast to the next level. So for all podcasts that you listen to, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and review. I'm gonna close this episode with one of my words. We discover our strength when we review our stories. Thank you.